Do y'all remember Toof Tunes? No. What's Toof Tunes? <laughs> okay. that's, that's too old for Toof Tunes. <laughs> too old. <laughs> so Toof Tunes were these toothbrushes, and they had a song in them. And to hear the song, it was only two minutes of the song, you had to brush your teeth, and it sent the sound waves through your teeth to your brain. I yeah, I'm, I'm I... kind of kind of an audiophile. I only listen to the songs the way they were meant to be heard. <laughs> <laughs> Through your skull bones. Do they... I'm I'm looking up the songs they had on the two tunes. Did they have the Little Mermaid? Because I um I'm almost certain that my sister had that. Ooh, actually, I don't know. The only one I've heard people having from my my accidental Twitter poll today was um, everyone has the All Star one. Oh, okay. of course. Somebody made a playlist of them on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> which I am now going to follow. What a, had, what a time to be alive. We had oh Rockstar by Hannah Montana. Walk Away by Kelly Clarkson. We're all in this together, the high school musical cast. Shake a Tail Feather by the Cheetah Girls. Say Okay by Vanessa Hudgens. Let's Get It Started by the Black Eyed Peas. Year 3000 by the Jonas Brothers. The Best of Both Worlds by Hannah Montana. Walking on Sunshine by Ali and AJ. What Makes You Beautiful yeah. by One Direction. I guess they must have brought it back. Fearless by Taylor Swift. Pumping Up the Party by Hannah Montana. You Smile by Justin Bieber. And Baby by Justin Bieber. I okay. I think that's great. Where's All Star? Do, do they... Oh, it I don't know. At the top. I thought it was at the top. I thought you... Oh, no. no it was rock... That was Rockstar by Hannah Montana. All Star... Tooth tunes, Raj. Did they do multiple runs of this? I guess so, because One Direction would have been later. Oh, I mean, that's still like still. Two th- I mean, that's like still two thousand and ten. Like, I think this is all very like two thousand eight to two thousand ten. The first commercial was two thousand seven. But uh, all of the all of the comments on Amazon are just people saying that I'm buying this for the nostalgia. Do you think they made royalties off of it? Probably two fresh royalties. So basically, somebody royalties. somebody out there needs to start the first indie toothbrush label. <laughs> <laughs> I'll release your album on toothbrush, dude. Dude, on eBay you can oh get a 2006 tooth tunes brush. So people are were they? Is it used or or is it? <laughs> no, it's it's <laughs> no, it's oh, there's a Star Wars one. No, they're um. Oh, there's a kiss one as well. No, they're of course um, they're there packaged. is. Yeah, there's a kiss one. I love to I brush my teeth and hear one. the imperial march in my head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's actually that's actually kind of kind of a way forward thinking uh, way of listening to music, considering they have those those headphones that you stick and they they hit parts of your of your around your temple or your jaw, and they translate and the vibrations translate directly into sound in your head my grandfather's hearing is really is really bad and so they my uncle got him those the headphones that like go that vibrate into your skull so you listen to music through your like bones basically um i don't know if this is true but someone told me a long time ago before i went to germany that if you put your head on some trains in germany and like fall asleep you will dream like when you well, not like you don't have to fall asleep, but you put your head on the window. Apparently, 
they're shaped in such a way that the vibrations will play an ad through your skull. What? Like, I don't know if that's true, but somebody told me that. I, I, I don't know what to say about that one. <laughs> something, something about late-stage capitalism and trying to fall asleep means you have to watch an ad through your head. That's terrifying. It is a little terrifying. Oh, I, I'm trying to find it. Oh, are you actually Googling it? I'm Googling it, but I don't know if it's... How would you feel if you, like, I don't know, bought, like, an Amazon Basics, like, vibrator, and you just, like, had that going, and then suddenly you just <laughs> heard? <laughs> now just on Jeff Amazon Bezos. Prime. <laughs> so yeah. you just hear, hear, hear your pussy say that you need to get an Audible subscription. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> NordVPN. I, I don't know how I'd feel about that. That seems so intrusive. <laughs> Just your uh, vibrator reminding you about me undies. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, welcome to Music is Good. Send us some tooth tunes, please. Uh, please. I'm Devlin180 Kickflip Galloway, and today I'm joined by... Somebody go. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Oh my god. Ah! No, we're not doing the thing. start today Negrin. <laughs> and i'm mad astro zombie lane <laughs> oh that was good and i'm rhiannon hawk no relation <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh today we're covering a weird one uh we're doing the soundtrack to tony hawk's american wasteland which is the seventh game in the Tony Hawk's. <laughs> like, one that definitely came out well off, like, well after the time most people dropped off of this series. I think... I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> I think, like, the last <laughs> game before this one was, like, Underground 2, which was sketch uh, and more like a jackass simulator. <laughs> underground, the first Underground slab. The first Underground I just remember... Slab. I remember playing like um, Pro Skater Three and just getting, or like I own two, but I used to jam uh, Pro Skater Three at a friend's place, and we'd we'd always get like the hacks for like no gravity and shit, <laughs> and, <you> just, <laughs> and like infinite and like an and and like infinite balance. So you'd just be like seeing how many like we got to like ten eighty degree kickflips and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Or 172 or whatever it was, yeah. 60 times, how many? My big jam was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, which had Goldfinger's Superman and also had The Boy Who Destroyed the World by AFI on it. Oh! Oh! Yes. And I think think that record has done more for modern music than anything else. I played skateboard games up until I was like 14. So, there is some really... I'm a little bit younger than you guys, so I played a couple of really good ones, but there was this one soundtrack. I think it was Skate 3. I don't really remember what year it came out. Let me see. 
Me and my friends played the skate on that one too. Me and my friends played skate, skate was just good. to like, just to like have. It came bone. out in twenty ten. Yeah, uh, we play it just to have bone breaking competitions to see who can break the most bones from falling in that game because yeah. nobody yeah, knew what it was. That's me. harsh. Okay, the soundtrack for this one was like Animal Collective and Agent Orange and like what? the Beastie Boys. <laughs> That's, uh, Dead that's Moon, fu- Dead Moon, and Del the Funko Funky Homo Sapien. Oh my we're god! On the same, we're on the same. We're on the same tra- soundtrack as Dinosaur Junior and Johnny Thunders. That's a mess. Joy Division was also. Joy Division was also. Well, on yeah, but soundtrack. like, think about that's also everybody you knows like a taste in music. So <laughs> it's not. It's not that weird. ODB. Like, ODB and Neil Diamond were also on the same soundtrack. That's that's fucking amazing. I want that collaboration. <laughs> the soundtrack is so good. Like Young it's good. Jeezy on was playlist, also on the wild. same soundtrack. We're just trying <laughs> to be ex- as acceptable as possible. Young Jeezy was on the same soundtrack possible. as the Greenhorns. It was it was amazing. It was a good soundtrack. <laughs> oh wow. Oh yes, Disorder by Joy Division, my favorite skate song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, Tony Hawk's Underground Two had Warsaw. To be fair, it did. What the fuck? Really? Yeah, it did. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it, but I don't see that. Yeah, there was a couple songs that really just seemed weird to put in there. Like, I very much remember like this one. I never hear about this band. But in Tony Hawk's Underground 1, there is a track by The Faint, who I think really needs more attention. Oh, oh they fucking rule. Like, the song I Disappear with, like, my jam in mm-hmm. I remember seven. that. <laughs> I do remember that. Oh, man. Oh, wow. I'm trying to, trying to remember other skate games I played. Oh, what about the first skate game? I never played any of those, to be honest. Besides, this, like, did t- Friends. Yeah. I think I do remember playing Pro Skater 1. Was that the blue one? Did it look blue for N64? The first skate game came out in 2007. These were the EA skate games, though. Oh, EA. They kind of, of, like, bounced off of the Tony Hawk fame from, like, the late 90s and the early 2000s and then, Mm. like, redid it for the mid-2000s. Oh, the soundtrack is just, like, non-existent, like, fake games. Like, these are real bands. <laughs> I think I remember hearing the Sex Pistols for the first time on, like, a Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> All of our music music tastes were influenced by Tony Hawk games. It's not I mean, a, a, lot, phase, of, a lot of people's were. Like, yeah, it's true. Like, sometimes you forget that, like, how important soundtracks are. Like, I think that I would love to come back on if you ever do the um, Digimon soundtrack. <laughs> and... <laughs> Like, when I found out that, uh, uh, what's their name, um, like, Skatune Network, like, the who is, like, the most, probably the most successful ska musician right now, is, like, first heard it on the Digimon soundtrack, which, so, like, this shit is important. This shit's very important. It's true. Soundtracks, like, do totally influence a generational movement of music fans. Like, Think about the Space Jam soundtrack. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Uh, the Lion King soundtrack was my jam when that came out. <laughs> I feel like can you feel the love tonight? I think is why I'm kind that, of that's a how you yeah. Romantic. 
That's how you discovered uh, unappreciated indie artist Elton John. Exactly. <laughs> we really need to get Elton John on the pod, I think. Like, oh, I think they're accessible. This is a big claim. This is a big claim this time. <laughs> you just reminded Sir me Elton, that you also... On the pod. You reminded me also that that part in The Lion King makes me uncomfortable because I hate that the girl lion has bedroom eyes at that one scene, and I don't... Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's not good. That was a polarizing scene, and everybody on one side of that pole became a furry. I'm not a furry. <laughs> I am not. I don't know, you Matt. Just, you, you, you just tie- a lot of stuff. <laughs> I did. I did. Oh yeah, shut up. Yeah, you just kind of like you just kind of like that scene. It's normal. <laughs> Anyways, so like I so I picked this album, and it's like a weird album, and actually. The way that I found this album is sort of the way that I came to this album is actually completely unrelated to Tony Hawk's, but because of the Fallout Boy version of Start Today that's on this album. It's so good. <laughs> it rocks. But also, like, the way that I found this is I want to know if any of you had the same experience. Where for me, for a long time, the way that I discovered music, basically before like Spotify and like stuff like that, the way that I discovered music was I would, if I wanted to get into an artist, I would torrent their entire discography and just kind of, yeah, and I would just like, a lot of times I would like start at the first album or like pick a random album or something, which usually meant that like I would not get into them because I would pick the wrong album. I would oh, yeah. have no idea what the like fan favorite songs were until I went to see them live. Like I would like love a band. I would love I would listen to them all the time, but then I'd go to a show and like everyone would be singing along to like the one song I didn't pay any attention to because <laughs> I got into it like such a weird way. Anyways, I, so- I torrented the entirety of Ricky Martin's discography. <laughs> <laughs> <Dear> <laughs> I do remember that quote. And he was living in La Vida Loca. And he's still living La Vida Loca. I am. Anyway, so like, yeah, they had this this version of um, Start Today on it, which like I had no point of reference to where it was from because like it just didn't have the right like metadata. And like they have like and they like it was and it was just kind of mixed in with a couple other B sides. Like they Fall Out Boy has a pretty decent cover of um, Level Terrace Apart as well what? that i recommend really? yeah and it has like like it's very very acoustic but then like at the chorus like this kind of like drum rolled and like kind of driving bass like comes in it's like it's very uh it's it's interesting but i like definitely like it but you know this this was mixed in with a couple other weird b-sides so and then later on i was like what the fuck is this actually from and then i found it was from the soundtrack that was the like you know how there's like the punk go- or the punk goes pop albums? Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, this I was always like someone should do a punk goes punk and just have a bunch of like modern bands cover a bunch of classic punk songs. And then it's, I was like, oh, yeah. this already exists. It's this weird ass soundtrack. It's punk goes pop punk emo. <laughs> yeah. It's pop punk goes punk. Yeah. Um, I actually played this game when it came out because I stole it from my best friend at the time, and. I think I like 100% complete this game, and it's not it's not Damn. the best. It's not the best. But how many uh, times did you hear these songs? I don't know. I do <laughs> not know. But um, it's actually how I first heard "Institutionalized" as an actual song. And, uh, 
just wanted a Pepsi. Just a Pepsi. <laughs> See, for me, institutionalized was like. So my dad is like super chill. He's like, you know, he's like a teacher. He loves like bagpipe music and like Billy Bragg. <laughs> like he listens to a lot of like Billy Bragg. Like that's his like thing. And like, but he, for some reason, had a like cassette copy of the uh, first Suicidal Tendencies album. And I was like going through his like stuff. And it was like, what is this? He's like, oh, that's Suicidal Tendencies. They rock. And like, so I remember like borrowing my dad's cassette Walkman when I was a kid and just wandering around listening to that like album. And it was like super formative for me. That's cute. That's actually, sweet. I like that. Mm-hmm. Like how old were you though? Cause it would have been hilarious to like see like a little kid walking around and like you like take their headphone off and it's just, like, all I wanted was a Pepsi and Jay wouldn't <laughs> give it to me. I mean, I would have been like, I would have been like 13 or like at this okay, point. So. Okay, okay. That's fair enough. Yeah. I really feel like the unintentional target audience of First Suicidal Tendencies album was thirteen year olds. I don't think that's who it was. I don't think that's who it was meant for. But that kind of on like happened. Well, it it, it, it is happened. it is a pretty like it's a pretty juvenile album. Like I saw your mommy and she was dead. <laughs> dead. Like it's just it's it it, it if you like it, it, if you take away some at the edge, it has like a it has a very. Uh, like dead milkmen sort of energy. Yes, that's oh, the song that about killing Reagan. That's a, that's <laughs> another good one. <laughs> oh, I gotta listen to that album again. That's like in Big Lizard in my backyard, right? Is I shot Reagan? Yes, I shot Reagan. So good. I yeah. think. Um, so or I actually, shot the devil. We haven't really talked about what this. Yeah, I shot the devil, and the devil's is Reagan. Is. Um. We actually haven't really talked much about what this album really is. It's like a soundtrack, but it's like from 2005. It came out on Vagrant Records, but that's all there. It's 34 minutes and 30 seconds, but that's all there really is about it. Like, Yeah, it's just kind of a compilation where all these pop punk bands specifically recorded these covers for this game. And beyond that, there's not a whole lot no of information. Like, not this even is so where... funny. To me, like, I, I remember, like, doing the torrent thing and then finding the Astro Zombies My Chemical Romance cover, and I was like, this fucking rules! Oh, my God! But I didn't go, like, where is it from? I just went, I just went, this is sweet! What's the next song? <laughs> that's, like, most kids, like, that's most kids' experience with music, I think. Yeah, yeah. so... Well, I'm- two cover songs that didn't make it on this album that were recorded, oh, and I would love to find them. If, if you're listening and you know where to find them, please. They're the cover of Wild in the Streets and another Misfits song called Teenagers from Mars. Oh, Ooh, Teenagers from Mars. Though? Nice. Who covered them? But Does it say who covered? No, it doesn't. Oh, so, like, so, like, also it's funny because, like, uh, most of what I know from this is about, is from the Wikipedia where it says that like, IGN gave the soundtrack a 4.1 out of 10, stating that the soundtrack is aimed more towards emo lovers instead of punk. Which, like, you know, like, the soundtrack is, like, it's all, like, Senses Fail, Taking Back Sunday, My Kickable Romance, Saves the Day, Thrice, like, Thursday, like, all that shit. But, like, all of them, none of them sound, none of them are bringing emo vibes to it. Like, no, all of them aren't. are, like, all of these, like, super whiny, like, hardcore, like, post-hardcore and emo bands are doing pretty straight-faced, like, punk covers. 
Yeah. And it's kind of sweet. And then you have the Dropkick Murphys in there for some reason. I was just going to say, why the Dropkick Murphys there? Uh. <laughs> um, that being said, there is one moment that I think brings emo vibes, and it's the Taking Back Sunday cover of Suburban Home by the Descendants, because those backing vocals make me really mad, and I hate them, and it's <laughs> I, I like wasn't it. crazy about it. I hate to get like I don't about it. <laughs> I actually want to listen to the Emmanuel like 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 their their more of their music just from the cover of Search and Destroy by the Stooges. It was fucking like. Do you want me to was... go through the? I wrote down every song that was on this album because I think they're all really interesting. I think they're all good pulls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at the uh, at the soundtrack right now. Yeah, please. So we got Institutionalized, which was originally by Suicidal Tendencies, uh, and it's covered by Senses Fail. Suburban Home by The Descendants, which is covered by Taking Back Sunday. Suburban Astro Home Zom- slash I Like Food. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Astro Zombies by The Misfits, um, covered by My Chemical Romance. Search and Destroy by The Stooges, which is actually one of my favorite Stooges songs. I'm very validated Mm -hmm. by this. I love The Stooges, so. Um, covered by Emmanuel. Uh, Sonic Reducer by The Dead Boys, uh, who's covered by Satan's Day. Devlin mentioned something about being, like, 15 and covering Sonic Reducer, (laughs) which I thought was good. Um... Who is Who by the Adolescents, covered by the Dropkick Murphys, which I think is my least favorite thing on here. Oh, I absolutely. skipped it every time, I won't lie. <laughs> yeah. Um, Seeing Red by Minor Threat, covered by Thrice. House of Suffering by Bad Brains, covered by The Blood. Time to Escape by Government Issue, covered by Hot Snakes. Start Today by Gorilla Biscuits, covered by Fallout Boy. Fuck Wash yeah. Away by Wash Away by TSOL, covered by Alkaline Trio. Ever Fallen in Love by the Buzzcocks, covered by Thursday. Let's Have a War by Fear, by, uh, covered by From Autumn to Ashes. And finally, Fix Me by Black Flag, covered by Rise Against. Mm-hmm. So it kind of slaps. These are really good, like, Yeah, and, and, like, again, like, sure. Thursday is a pretty, like, Thursday is kind of kind of awesome. Like, I, I, I'm blanking on the name of their singer, but I know, I think he's the one who's, like, I think it's Jeff Rickley. Like, I feel like he's like been a pretty good ally and like been one of the good ones like for a long time i've only ever heard positive things about thursday yeah like i think he i think it was like his um collect records is like is pretty good i have to dive deeper into it but i just like i remember they were like in early talks to like sign um gloss back in the day and like they were why they were like or he was part of like one of the big push to get like what was it like were like dumped from their label and no damn! I didn't actually know that Jeff was him. Berkeley, uh... Yeah, I think I think he was attached to that. I just I'm blanking on like the specifics, uh, but I know I just remember him coming a lot, coming up a lot, like whenever always on the right side of stuff. But also like their cover of like uh, "Ever Fallen in Love." Like I think that song is comfortably in the realm of songs that are objectively good. That song mm-hmm. is so. I know you, uh, Annie and Matt. You two love that song so much. I too have fallen in love with someone I shouldn't have. <laughs> um, that song, um, really, it's always meant a lot to me. It really fucked me up in like, it always fucks me up. But it recently really fucked me up when I was dealing with an abusive relationship. Yeah. Though the song doesn't, the song doesn't have to do with an abusive relationship, but. Um, it could yeah. be. Who but knows? I like, <laughs> it, it, it's in the list of songs where if I had to like 
if I met an alien from another planet and I had to give them a list of songs that are good, that would be on it. Like, it's not even, like, it's not one of my favorite songs, but I think it, like, it succeeds. It's, like, 10 out of 10 at everything it tries to do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, like, it's, it's just funny, like, looking back at all of these bands. Like, a lot of bands that I just haven't thought about in a while, like... Oh, yeah. Like, Senses Fail is one of those bands I tried really <laughs> hard to... I, I tried really hard to get into Senses Fail, and it never happened. Which is funny, because, like, for a while, like, Buddy from Senses Fail... Like, I don't know if you ever followed, like, this news story, but he was, like, the only, like, LGBT person in this scene, like, even adjacently. Like... <laughs> Yeah, like, I listened to, and it was, like, I listened to an interview with him, and he did an interview on this other podcast, and he was, like, from what I got from the interview, he, like, came out as, like, pansexual in the sense that he, like, and it's, in the at least in the interview, it sounds like he just, like, fucked a couple, a bunch of trans women, and, like, <laughs> then he came out as, as LGBT and therefore was, like, the only queer person in this scene until, like, the last couple years. I really tried good? hard to get into them, too. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know any of that stuff. <laughs> you get the idea that it's a very, very straight scene, like these, like this, like m- mid, like late mid two thousand. The whole warp tour uh, thing, pop punk, yeah, warp oh, yeah. tour stuff. Warp tour, the have you guys ever dumpster fire? Have, you all ever... <laughs> have any of you been to warp tour? Like I went to, I went to one, like the last one that came to Vancouver. That's what I went to, like in two thousand like nine or whatever. I think I've been to three. Holy shit! Man. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been to I've been to Taste of Chaos, so I've seen. Oh, fucking hell! <laughs> how, many, how many times have you seen Bad Religion now? <laughs> oh, only once, thankfully. No offense to Bad Religion. I yeah, think. I saw Bad Religion at uh, Warp Tour. I thought they played yeah, like every I've... Warp Tour. I think they do, but I think I I was just like the first time I saw them, I was like, oh, that's cool, I get it. I'm like. I'm gonna go see Aiden. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Aiden. Oh god, I used to love them. Oh my lord. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, I was talking with my sister's boyfriend. We were like driving around listening to fucking. Oh, we were running an errand for my parents, and we were driving around listening to like a plethora of big shiny tunes albums that some, <laughs> somehow my parents inherited from like my dad's hockey team. So we were like <laughs> dropping these things in. That's the most Canadian and I was thing like, I've holy- ever heard you say. <laughs> yeah eh? and i was uh yeah i think we were talking about taste of chaos and i think just from that alone seeing like going to taste of chaos twice and then seeing my comical romance oh yeah i've seen them about four or five times Holy and shit. i was like dear god and then you know who's a close you know who's the second for the mo- band i've seen the most billy fucking talent <laughs> Because they're always opening up for those bands. I've seen Billy Talent too. Don't worry. Oh, Billy Talent was my yeah. first concert. <laughs> That's Even fucking better. sweet. My... Okay, we'll talk to that Rhea, first who album. Your... Is fantastic. It comes. R- who, 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 what was your first concert? Okay, so my first concert that I remember was with my <laughs> with, with my mum. I went to. Uh, I was in this order: Sarah McLaughlin. Uh, B-52s and Cindy Lauper with... Same bill? Yep, all same bill at the, oh. at the Deer Lake Park. 
That slaps, oh, yeah. actually. That's so that's good. Sweet. It's also, yeah, that's it was it, it, it was very good. Like, I mean, that's like where that like that was where I became a lesbian. But like, <laughs> but, the, but then like after after that, it was what was it? It was uh, Rise Against with um, Rancid opening for them. Both of them like not in the prime of their career anymore. So oh, that was a little rough. <laughs> And then, Were they like, ever good in their prime of their career, though. <laughs> I like, I, I, I like that core set of Rancid albums personally, and like, same with like that core couple uh, Rise Against albums, like. Okay, like the first enough. one. <laughs> the first cup. Co- no, the first. I actually like Rise Against. Like, speaking of a band that's on this soundtrack, uh-huh. like my relationship was weird because like I love uh, Suffering the Witness and um, uh, a Siren Song of the Counterculture. And yeah. when I first got into them, the fuck the album before, like Revolutions per Minute, was uh-huh. too low quality for me. Like for some reason, like that sure. that was too screamy, too dirty, couldn't do it. Like which is ridiculous because now it sounds like one of the better Fat Wreck albums, but mm. at the time it just was it just sounded too like dirty and grimy for me. Which means I I missed out on a lot. Bree is a purist, mm. no lo-fi shit. I, I was at the and time. It- at the time. Annie, what about you? What was your first concert? I literally cannot remember. Like, I've tried to remember so hard. You must have um, been so fucked up. No, not even. I was just... <laughs> that was, sorry. That was wait, a terrible wait, joke. Wait, hold on. Rise Against was later because my actual second concert was um, Saber Drive, Cute is What We Aim For, Metro Station, and Simple Plan. Holy <laughs> shit. What we aim for. Holy shit, Metro Station. <laughs> I, saw, I saw Metro Station twice two times a hundred a hundred percent of the times they came to vancouver one of the ones that i can remember is nickelback i've seen nickelback twice i'm so sorry <laughs> twice I, I i worked one of those shows at rogers arena and chad looked so so beaten down coming off stage <laughs> they didn't even sell out oh it's okay he can go home to his mansion in langley if his guitar shaped pool I think he's doing all right. Yeah. Yeah, he's fine. Um. Yeah, I saw fucking Motley Crue. Oh hell yeah! Wait, first one. Wait, 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 wait. Tell, tell, what was it? What was the lineup? Um, it was the original lineup, I believe. I mean, what was okay? What was the um? What other bands were on that tour? Oh god, it was the Circus of fucking. I don't know. They had some weird name like Circus of Insanity or something. Okay, shit. it, it was it wasn't sure. it wasn't Fest, because that was one of my first concerts as well. Oh no, it wasn't Crewfest. No, 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 no. Yeah, because I no. saw I fucking I saw like Friend of the Pod trapped open for that show. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. No. Oh man. Yeah. Uh no. trapped. <laughs> we'll get to you another day. Yeah, it fucking it was the, the lineup was trapped. Um, Papa Roach, who actually whipped ass. Uh, Buck Cherry, who fucking sucked, and then and Motley Crue. Holy Crayon. shit! I'm obsessed You're with Buck man. Cherry. <laughs> I'm actually legitimately obsessed with Buck Cherry. I wanna. They were supposed to come in, to the fuck. Uh, where where were they going? Um, uh, the rickshaw in later this year, and I was genuinely considering buying tickets. Oh my god. <laughs> This episode is slowly <laughs> deteriorating into a catatonic youth's post. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love Buckcherry. Like, kind of ironically, but I just think that their stage antics are fucking hilarious, and that's why I love them. I can't oh imagine Buckcherry at the fucking rickshaw. 
<laughs> oh, how the mighty have fallen from just like a, Just a sad old man be singing crazy bitch. Like, I can't. And, like, the audience, yeah. the audience is so quiet. You can hear, like, their feet, like, on the floor while they're walking around. <laughs> Do we want to talk crazy about the bitch. songs? Fuck that dick. <laughs> that the way you fuck me. Oh my god. Okay, that's gonna yes. be an episode two then. <laughs> what, oh, please, what? can we do Buck Cherry? Oh. I threw your shit into a bag and pushed it down the stairs. I crashed my car into a bridge. I don't care. Yeah, but we already talked about Rise Against and like Fix Me is not a uh, a Black Flag song that I have a particular aff- affection for. Yeah, it's okay. Mm. I'll be real. What? Was that, um, who was the Black Flag frontman when that came out? I think it's, like, the it says the song was written by Greg Ginn on the uh, thing, so. Was it? Uh... The version I listened to sounded like Henry Rollins, but I could be wrong. No, I think it's, um, fuck, why am I forgetting his name? Um, I can see his face in my head. Um, I'm Googling. Oh, you're Googling. Circle jerks. We're always Googling. Circle jerks. They see me Googling. Keith Morris. I think it was Keith Morris. That would make sense, actually. Uh, Also, this cover of Fix Me was on Siren's song of the counterculture of the bonus track, actually. Oh, okay. I really liked that album when it came out. It was a good one. It was. It was nice. But um, it's funny because that came out in 2004, so this cover was recorded for this game, but released on their album the year before the game came out. Yeah, Siren, <laughs> Siren Song's weird. I forget, like, I might be getting the specifics wrong, but I think, like, half of it was recorded on, like, I guess Fat Wreck, and then they got picked up by a bigger label halfway through. So, like, half of it is indie and half of it isn't. And because I remember getting this argument, I get in, I remember getting in this argument with like a friend of mine and they were like, I was like, I was like, oh, I love Rise Against. And they were like, I love Rise Against. And then there and they were both like, and we and I love every song, every album. And they were like up to Siren Song. And I was like after Siren Song. Whoa. And never the twain shall meet. <laughs> That's last time I saw them. <laughs> So this is this is actually hard to talk about the songs individually on this episode because they're songs by other people and we can't exactly mm-hmm. talk about. You, you know what I mean? It's like, like the writing, Russian doll yeah. version of an album. Yeah, this album. Sort of. This album is just a Russian. My doll. notes are my notes <laughs> yeah. are basically just like a little bit about each band that covered them, and then basically how I feel about the original song. <laughs> Most of these are, like, pretty just true to the original songs, so there's nothing mm-hmm. super unique about them. Like, I kind of mm. wish that they had changed it up a little bit. Well, that, but also that makes a lot more sense for a the soundtrack, a soundtrack of, a, yeah. of a skateboarding game. It's true. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I have fond memories of going on LimeWire after listening to this version of Institutionalized <laughs> and definitely doubt looking up institutionalized senses fail and downloading this version for my not iPod off-brand MP3 player. Your, your, your Zune? 
No, it wasn't even a zoom. It was like this little red tube that you took one end off and a USB stick with on one end and like plug it in. I had one of those. My, I, I had a gray one, but it was very similar and, and basically was, look, yeah, it was like a probe. Yeah, yeah I remember those, those, yeah. Little probe dude. I'm hacking yeah. into the system. Probe friend. Also, one thing I like about this is that uh, a couple of these are like two songs like squished into one. Which yeah. I think is something that like more bands need to embrace is the the like the medley. Honestly, yeah, it's medley. Cute. bring back the medley. Another thing to like replace fucking um interludes. interludes. Yes. Hate interludes. Also, like live, like that, because that's really a live band move is just like sticking band things together. But like, like either a band bands either like leave space between their songs and don't like put work into their transitions or just like slam every single song back to front and then like with no like thought to you know with no I think that's work what, put in i think that's what coheed and cambria does because there's a lot of songs by them that are just like three or four songs mashed together but it's like like super super poppy going into like kind of weird anger shit i don't know i was listening to them the other day mm-hmm. train of thought train of thought Hop that train. Okay, here's the thing. Institutionalized and, like, suicidal tendencies, they really, like, birthed this kind of person that I think of immediately when it comes to this kind of music, like, in the language they use. Do you know what I mean? Like a a hardcore fan. Like, the the atypical hardcore fan, yeah. Yeah. But, like, like skateboarder hardcore fan. This is, like, the the hardcore punk version of, like, we're not going to take it. You're you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. (laughs) Like, even the the video, too, right? Like... Oh, yeah. uh, The video, I have an affinity to the video. I think the video is pretty great. (laughs) In high school, whenever I was upset, I definitely have used... They're like, whatever, I'll probably get hit by a car anyway and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's ironic is that I kind of do believe I'm going to get hit by a car someday. I think that's a common that's millennial go. like fear. Like, yeah, I'll probably get hit by a car one of these days. I suppose. I got I hit by... Like, I don't I've, want to be. I've been hit by like three cars. Oh, this actually, song actually... Institutionalized came out... Whoa, what? Yeah, I've been hit by like <laughs> a car three times. <laughs> car magnet! <laughs> But in, even in strange aeons, even death may die. <laughs> How did you... You should see the other guy. <laughs> the I mean, car just I mean, got totaled. Like, last time I got hit by a car, I literally just came to work and started talking to you like normal. You didn't tell me! I think I told M. I was like, yeah, I'm probably gonna go home. Or I got hit by a car and my legs fucked up. <laughs> and they had to pop my knee back in at the hospital like an hour later. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> just nonchalantly coming into work. Oh yeah, I just got nailed by a car. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't that calm. I was pretty like, you know, I'm kind of a, you know all know me. I'm a pretty whiny baby. So I was like, Ugh. my knee hurts. <laughs> Somebody fix it. Well, you it. didn't mention it to me. So you gotta be like, stay strong for Matt. Stay strong. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I think Fuck. I like said hi to you, and then I quickly like hobbled over to M, and then disappeared. <laughs> yeah, that kind of makes sense. Anyway, um, this cover is really just straight fit. I kind of like this cover more than the original. I kind of like it too. Really? I, I was listening I don't know. to it as I if think like the original is a classic. Yeah, I like kinda... I like the original is 
better, but it's like this is this is it's tight. It's good. Yeah, it this is. This is a good one. And by the way, consider the consider the following. This song came out in I think it was 1982, but uh, the Twisted Sister, uh, we're not going to take out not take out. I got went out going take it. Went out going to take it. I don't know why I did that, but uh, it was released in 1984. So please <laughs> consider the following. <laughs> Suicidal Tendencies influenced Twisted Sister. It's true. Confirm. D. Schneider, come on the pod and con- and confirm. <laughs> okay, wait. We um, I wanna I wanna make a note of this album reached 148 on the Billboard Top 200. <laughs> um, it came before um, Get Behind Me, Satan by the White Stripes. And Crazy Frog also came before Get Me Up Behind Me. <laughs> this is only this album was like one step above Crazy Frog, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Friend of the Pod, Crazy Frog. It was it was Tony Hawk's American Wasteland, Get Behind Me, Satan, and then um and then Earth, Wind, and Fire, Crazy eh? Frog. Oh, Earth, Wind, and Fire was above Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. <laughs> and which and and then was it Rob was Thomas came afterwards though. <laughs> that's the matchbox 20 guy right yes i think matchbox 20 actually rocks they're kind of cool yeah i will fight both of you and rob thomas (laughs) so just because you mentioned it that crazy frog album was like the second record i ever bought my brother had the crazy frog album (laughs) crazy hits it's it slaps crazy frogs crazy hits you've you've got to stand friend of the pod crazy frog who is also now a non-binary trans woman icon (laughs) (laughs) not even a joke today we've been in we're just inviting so many people on the pod today crazy frog come on the pod (laughs) d schneider trapped um then what was it (laughs) elton john crazy frog needs to come on the pod how would Crazy Frog come on the pod? Just reply in like ding dings. The album cover looks like the album cover for London Calling. True. Yeah, and and then the London Calling album cover was a parody of an Elvis album cover. So is so th- it's it's like three levels deep. Whoa, this is meta. <laughs> this is meta because it's a cover album that's supposed to look like another album that's supposed to look like another album. It's deep as shit. <laughs> 2005 was a different time. <laughs> yeah, I was kicked out of high school and my house. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> a different time. <laughs> nice, Matt. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's, probably, it's probably one of my least favorite years, but funny enough, 2015, 10 years later, was also one of my least favorite years. So I gotta make <laughs> You gotta make the best so of 2025, I, Matt. 2025 stuck, and I hope it's gonna be my year. It'll be your year. It's... All right. Uh, Different episode. Um, Matt, what are you listening to this week? Are we Are we done? Yeah, we kind of covered everything. There's not much to really go <laughs> what time are we at? We are at. I mean, I don't. We are at forty-five minutes. <laughs> I, I mean, come on. It's, lo- it's a long. It's a lot as long as like a regular podcast. 
Shut up. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Stop bullying us. Bree comes on and just makes it succinct. That's it. Like, we've got it. Um, who have I been listening to? I've been listening to Platinum Blonde, and um, I don't know. I've been playing this like hanging out with my folks, like and listening to music, and we just go song for song. So my algorithms like all fucky. That um, first Platinum Blonde, like, EP, like, I don't even think it's on Spotify, but it's very, very good. It's, like, very, like, new wave. Like, way more, like, way more punky new wave. I haven't, I haven't listened to that, actually. I've only, I was listening to Standing in the Dark and then Alien Shores. I say give uh, it a try. The other day, I did sit down and cry to all of St- Stranger in the Alps. Hey, you know what? Bridgers. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I just Respect. like I, I like ugly cried that entire album. Just Aww. like Ah, uh, but I was it's okay. I woke up really hungover the next day. I paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. What are you listening to, Annie? As I am every week, I was listening to something by Ellen Vega, so I was listening to Saturn Strip. Um I was listening to Super Fuzz Big Muff by Mud Honey. Oh, that's such and a good I was album. Also- uh, and I was also listening to um, just the Germs discography, which is one album and one EP. So it's not much of a discography. That's what. No, it's really not. Well, no, it wasn't even. It's just one album and then one compilation called "What We Do Is Secret." So that's. I think really I've only ever is. heard "What We Do Is Secret." Really, you never listened to the Germs? Not really. Oh. No, I'm not saying go listen to them now. They're not, like, the best band ever, but they definitely have their place in punk history, so. How about you, Ree? Rest in peace, Darby. Actually, rest in peace, um, Lorna, too. She died a couple years ago. F in the chat. That sucks. F in the chat for Lorna, Um, I've been listening to this band, Yabadum, who dropped this in 2014, dropped this EP called Careful Kid, that is kind of a, it's kind of like, I guess, kind of a jazz pop rock album, but like, they're they're, like, they're very like, if you listen to Glass Beach now, they were kind of doing that sound like over like five or six years ago. But uh, like, it's one of those albums that's just really hard to like stop repeating. And like, Every time I like I pu- I would like listen to it on repeat and then I would try to go listen to something else and then I just want to go back and listen to Careful Kid again. So yeah, go listen to Yeah, Careful Kid by Yabadum and the song Winter is probably the best one to start on because it's fucking rocks and I don't they haven't released anything for like a while, so I don't know if they're still around. Mm. Oh really okay, also also, sorry, I have to um, recommend. Um, I was listening to the Dicks discography this week, and I was also listening to um, what's the band? Sorry, I have so many like good opinions <laughs> today. I have so many good opinions. <laughs> I was listening to, um, I really do. I was listening to This Is the Reaction by Last Rites, so I think you should go listen to that. It was like, um, they were like another. Oh, I, punk d- band, I do I remember. Know. I did actually Another end up finding band. this like one indie artist called uh, Ollie Bird, and I listened to the album Barrel of Fun, and it's actually pretty fucking sweet. God damn. Don't yeah. Dang. Say that because I've only listened to one album besides this one all week because I've been <laughs> playing. I've been playing Halo, like the fucking teenager I am. 
Halo? What album have you been listening to, Devlin? Uh, I was listening to a lot of Perfect Youth by the Pointed Sticks, which okay, is like they're a kind local. Of slobs. They're like a local Vancouver '80s like new wave punk band, like whole Smile and Buddha scene kind of thing. Oh, rest in peace, Smile and Buddha. It's, I've never been there. It's coming back. A it's, friend of mine is, is trying to. Back? A friend of mine. I'm in Calgary now. <laughs> a friend of mine is tr- trying to turn Fuck. it into a community center, and there is a GoFundMe for it. So. Oh, oh yeah, okay, so... Send me that profile. Yeah, link, should, la- link, link down below link in the, the doodly-doo. Yeah, I'll, Swipe I'll post up. the link. Because Smiling Buddha post is it. historically important for Vancouver's music scene. And it Smile should be a community center. So important. And one day yeah. it will be mine. Oh, yes. I'll be there someday. <laughs> <laughs> come back, mine. I mean, don't come back right now. There's nothing here. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's no, it's nothing here. You don't want no part of this. Vancouver is... Uh, nothing um nine years of discipline there was a neo-nazi rally outside the art gallery today what did, how many of them got punched um well they weren't neo-nazis but they technically were they were like pro-trumpers uh, celebrating trump's trump's birthday you live in gallery. fucking canada yeah it's just racist like white white supremacist signaling like I think that's enough for today. So yeah, come to Vancouver. <laughs> you know, it's, I, I haven't heard anything. I must be living under a rock or in my parents' basement for me to miss like so much that's been going on in Calgary. I don't know if 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 anybody is hearing anything. Can you let me know? Cause I'll look too. But like, I'm not even on Facebook. I barely use Facebook anymore. Anyway, you're informed. I have no excuse. I just use Twitter. Anyway. I think that's oh. enough for today, <laughs> our shortest episode yet. No, wait, 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 wait. Final thoughts on this record. I skipped that. It rocks. It kind of <laughs> slaps. It totally kind of slaps. Um, it definitely does. Yeah. Um, um, also, fuck fear. It's <laughs> just my hot take. The lamest cover, like, band that was covered on here is Fear. It's... What... All the other bands Why do you are say good. fuck fear? I don't know. I just think leaving is kind of a dick. I mean that 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 one uh, like that Saturday Night Live uh, sketch is very or episode rather is very good. Okay, you're you're not wrong. Yeah, not wrong. I need to see that. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. It's like so the story behind that is that uh, Jim Belushi was a punker and like he was just friends with Fear and he just kept begging uh snl to let him invite his friends on and then they like wrecked the joint within like the first song and like got just booted right at the door and also punk legends say that ian mckay was there that day yeah like the idea is they're trying to see (laughs) trying to pick out which like bald head in the audience is ian mckay (laughs) oh lord okay so is this like a kind of mandela effect that like it's John Belushi, but I have been all like I always thought it was uh, Jim Belushi. It is Jim Belushi. John Belushi is the other one. How many? Oh, I guess there's a lot of Belushis. Oh, so there's two Belushis. The Belushis. <laughs> I love his Crystal Skull vodka. That's Dan Aykroyd. Is that oh, him? For fuck's sake. <laughs> Whatever. They're all they're all blues brothers. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they're all they're all. <laughs> men Wait, no, I lied. John, but John Belushi, John Belushi's the good one. Jim Belushi's the the, the lesser one. 
I got it backwards. John's the big one. Yeah, John's John John Belushi is the blue brothers. Jim Belushi is the the lesser Belushi. Oh, Jim Belushi. He was on that show. Fuck. Um Oh god, what show was it? Uh it was like my wife and kids or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to find it. It was according to Jim. That's like that's like oh that's that's like that's like everybody loves Raymond style shit. That's like channel twenty eight at two in the afternoon shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> oh whoa, he was on Twin Peaks. Oh, in twenty seventeen. Never mind. I'm like, um, my final thought on this record is that it's fun for a few, and like some of the songs do slap. Like this cover slap, and the songs originally slap. But I'd probably not go out of my way to listen to this again. I'd rather just go listen to the actual songs. Mm-hmm. Well, the uh, like the Follow Boy version of like Start Today is what got me into Gorilla Biscuits, which opened me up mm-hmm. to a lot of other like music of that time. Because like I like started Horsey hardcore. Yeah, like I I, I I started from Follow Boy, and like Follow Boy was actually was the band that got me into a lot of punk. That made me like start caring about, about punk. Like not no joke. I think same here, to be honest. I yeah. really liked Fall Out Boy, and I I don't remember. I think my very first introduction to punk was um, Fall Out Boy, and I mentioned the White Stripes, but the White Stripes referenced the Cramps as a big influence. So one of my very first introductions to punk was the Cramps, who we already covered. But yeah, Fall Out Boy definitely influenced that, because... I mean, obviously. Yeah, and they're like, they're very, like, because they're, like, you know, attached to, uh, like, uh, Race Trader, and I know, like, through <laughs> through their dr- through their drummer, they're, like, I feel like one or two degrees away from Earth Crisis. Like, they're not a completely, they're not an, as unpunk a band as people try to pretend they are. What was their drummer's name again? Uh, Andy Healy, I think. I might be mixing, I might be thinking of someone else, though. I, that that's definitely that name rings a bell. Yeah, well, he's like a fucking like vegan anarcho primitivist. Not, oh, not... <laughs> furiously typing. Andy Hurley. Andy Hurley. Oh, okay. Yeah. That yeah. Definitely familiar. Yeah, like they, my, like he, his whole thing. He uses all of his follow up money to like run a basically to run a punk house. In uh, Wisconsin, in, in Wisconsin. That's loud. Yeah, and like associated asks uh, acts, Fallout Boy, damn things, whatever. Like Burning Empires, Race Trader, Earth Crisis, Kill Pill, Vegan Reich, Kill the Slave Master. Vegan Reich. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Vegan Reich. Like I would, I would kill. I've, I've never listened to them, but I would kill for a Vegan Reich shirt. <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah no i just no i exactly how do you think um ria how do you how do you think they chose these songs for this album do you think these are all songs that they were influenced by i mean i would i I would think so like that would that would track for basically all of these bands Mm -hmm. because like you know again follow boy to gorilla biscuits like gorilla biscuits was like i think by far the most refined and like most melodic of those sort of like straight edge hardcore bands at the time yeah oh yeah Yeah, definitely (laughs) I like the original better than the than the Fall Out Boy cover, mm-hmm. honestly. Oh, I I, 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 I like I, I do I too. I tried to make a point to go back and listen to the original, and I was like, "Damn!" It was like, um, yeah, 
the I don't know. It's just something about the voice and the energy of the original. That, but I mean, that's nothing new. That's that's not right in right in home. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think that's where we can stop for today. Then okay. I think we got it. It's a weird one, but um, I'm Devlin Galloway. You can follow me at Devlin Galloway on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Placeholder Records at Placeholder Rec on Twitter and at Placeholder Records on Instagram. You can follow us at Music Is Good Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm Ree Carter at Ree Carter R H I R H I C A R T E R. I have my own podcast called uh, Tranifesto, which is about like LGBT themes and media, and Devlin's on it a lot. Uh, I and also I help out with uh, Placeholder Records from time to time. Their episode about Mrs. Doubtfire is really good. Ah, uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> It'll be out by the time it'll it'll be out by the time this one's out. But our most recent episode is where we went through the um, J.K. Rowling transphobic manifesto, which is oh. uh, very shit. exciting. Oh no! Oh, that's brutal. She's oh lord. <laughs> um, I'm Annie. Um, you can find me at John Wayne Gacy official on Instagram. Yes, that is John Wayne Gacy official on Instagram. I'm Matt, and you. Well, I th- I thought I was sending nudes to the real John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, I'm Matt. You can follow me at uh, all by HMSF. Um, that is all by HMSF, and that's on Instagram alone. And uh, stay classy, I guess. Uh. Skate or die. Yeah. Punk's not dead. It just smells like it. Skate or die. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's it. (laughs) Okay. Sometimes I try to do things, and it just doesn't work out the way I want it to. And I get real frustrated. And, like, I try hard to do it. I, like, take my time, and it just doesn't work out the way I want it to. It's like I concentrate on a real hard, and it just doesn't work out. Doesn't matter, I'll probably get hit by a car anyway.